You're in America right now, you know that, right? You hate America, but you stay here, and you live here. Why? Why don't you go to Iraq? Why don't you go to Iraq? Why are you pulling that? Why are you pulling that? They hate America. They hate them. Hate them. Deport them. Deport this. Look at this piece of shit. scream of a dying regime pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people you're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people the people have had a belly full of it i know you don't like hearing that i know you try to do everything in the world to stop that but you're not going to stop it it's going to happen and where do people like that go to share the big lie mega media i wish in my soul i wish that any of these people had a conscience Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, 30 November in the year of our Lord, 2023, the last day of the 11th month of the year. So we're in the run-up to the end of the year. That was a riot last night in Midtown Manhattan at Rockefeller Center uh, with um, Sharia supremacist trying to trash and disrupt uh, the traditional lighting of the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center, which everyone in New York or the tourists who have gone back uh, knows is one of the traditional kickoffs to the holiday and Christmas season. Um, when they took the Manhattan Bridge the other day, they said these pro-Palestinian social justice warrior uh, activists and protesters that America is not going to have normal life. And they threatened to do this, and they did it. And the New York media has essentially covered it up, done a terrible job of covering it. Uh, the footage, and we could have played you know, hours of this footage. It's brutal. It's in your face. And families have gone there. Understand, when you go to Midtown Manhattan, 
to see the lighting of the Christmas tree and the looking, you know, walking up and down Fifth Avenue, um, looking at the, st- the stores with all the displays of Christmas uh, in Rockefeller Center itself at the skating rink. This is a very big part of the traditional kickoff to the Christmas season. This I keep telling people and reminding people, this is not about Israel. This is not about the Jewish people. This is not about Jews. And everybody's trying to put that in there is missing what is going on. See what you see. This is a Sharia supremacist global movement powered by the Chinese Communist Party in the back that is um, funding the mullahs in, uh, in Persia, in Tehran, in partnership with the criminal element of the KGB in Moscow with Erdogan, the, uh, the, the, the individual who wants to reestablish the Ottoman Empire, his words, not mine, and the Gulf Emirates. Another huge story today, I'll get to in a moment, about the UAE. It's kind of official policy now of the United Arab Emirates to do all of their uh, oil transactions, to get away from the petrodollar, to do all their oil transactions. This is a group that, and Mohammed bin Zayed is still one of the best guys, not just in the region, but probably in the world. Uh, and it's pound for pound, but a pretty good ally. But the, hey, they're 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 looking the, at the Biden regime, and no offense, they're they're listening to the siren song of the Chinese Communist Party of what they're going to do. And you know, heck with climate change, we're going to buy as much oil and burn as much oil as possible. Their economic and commercial interests are coming first. The Saudis and UAE, who are you know, you could argue two of the best allies, are selling us out. Let's be blunt. I'd like to hear from a Muslim organization, instead of whining about Palestine for a minute, maybe you can condemn. I want to hear one Muslim organization come out and condemn what these Sharia supremacists, first of all, I want them to condemn Sharia supremacism, which they'll never do. Although most Muslims don't agree with it, you need to step forward and tell people that. You need to step forward and tell people that. And you need to condemn what happened last night. Those young children and families, and remember, they always come after the families and they always come after the kids. Their memories of that Christmas when you're five or six years old and you go down with your parents will be forever marred by this. This is what they want to do. Do I hear any Muslim organization stepping forward and say, this is wrong, we're not trying to disrupt American life, this is not acceptable? No, you don't hear any of it. You can hear a pin drop. So the onus is on you, not on us. Onus is on you. And I keep warning people, as we warn them about the pandemic, and we warn them about the debt, we warn them about the Chinese Communist Party, we warn them about the invasion of the southern border. You just go through what this show has gotten before you months, if not years, in advance. This is happening. And it's going to end in tears, not for us. This country will never buckle to that, ever. We will never buckle to Sharia supremacism. Of that, I can show as sure as the turning of the earth. So, people of uh, that religion, and the majority of you do not agree with Sharia supremacism. This, if you're going to have an effort to disrupt American life, Okay, you by your silence is deafening. Your silence is complicity. You must up, step up and condemn this. 
but you're not and you won't. One, you've been cowered by the worst elements of that region and the worst elements of this uh, Islamic Jihad. And I understand, I can understand that because these are violent people. This is why President Trump did the travel ban and didn't have any terrorism during his four years in office, his first term. And all we did was get criticized and all we did that, the weekend we did that, oh, this is terrible, the worst thing in the world. No, it was not the worst thing in the world. It was a smart thing because it was in defense of our beloved country and our countrymen who come first. Americans come first. America comes first. Not you, not Sharia supremacism. And people better wake up on this. I'm talking about people on our side of the football. There's a lot of whining going on. You, gotta, you, gotta, you have to see what you see. See what's going on here. It's not that difficult. You have to do some work. Maybe you have to put away some prejudices. This is not about Israel. It's not about the Jewish people. That's part of it. But overall, that's actually a small part of it. This is about you. This is about your civilization. This is about your culture. This is about your society. This is about your country. And last night, about your traditions and your beliefs and your families and your children. And you're not going to see the media cover this. They're afraid. They're scared. That is why courage is the most important of all virtues because it's upon courage that all the other virtues rest. That's why MAGA is mainly known as a group of fighters, right? And we detest pencil neck, khakis and blazer, feckless Republicans of which you've got you know, they're all over the place. And they have to be replaced. You have to you have to be authentic, you have to be a fighter. I've got a lot to go on about this today, and we're gonna to get to all of it. But first, the opening salvo of the and don't let the corporate media distract you. All this oh it's, it's Nikki Haley, the rise of Nikki Haley in Oklahoma uh, uh, Iowa and they're doing this and doing that, all that. The opening salvo of the 2024 election was yesterday. And it didn't take place in Iowa, and it didn't take place in Pennsylvania. It didn't even take place in Georgia. It took place in Arizona. As uh, in Cochise County, in Cochise County, you know what you have in Cochise County? You have patriots. They're in the front line of the invasion of this nation, and they're unwavering. These are some of the best, toughest, hardest people in our nation. And yesterday, two of the supervisors who refused to go along with this sham election they had in Arizona were indicted on two felonies each to by an illegitimate attorney general, which out of 2.5 million votes essentially stole this was, I think, 239 or 251, 239 votes out of 2.5 million stole it from the legitimate attorney general. That would be Abe Hamaday. I want to bring in, uh, we got Fincham and we got Gunny, Sonny Borelli. I want to start with the Senator Sonny Borelli. Uh, Sonny, uh, tell me, walk our audience through exactly what's happened here because this is to cower everybody that wants to take out a machine, everybody wants to get a paper ballot, everybody wants a real vote in legitimate elections. This was to tell every election official in this nation, every supervisor in this nation, everybody in MAGA, we're coming for you and we're coming with felonies. Sonny Borelli. Yes, that's exactly right. They want to, you know, 
uh, make sure that these elected officials cow down to uh, unelected bureaucrats, i.e. Uh, election directors that are nothing more than employees of the county. And it appears to me that I believe, in my opinion, that uh, this election uh, director worked for the county was colluding with the uh, Secretary of State's office uh, to and uh, to, to to ensure that that the hand count couldn't be done because Cochise County wanted to do a 100% hand count of all their precincts. Well, the Secretary of State's office fought on that, as you know, and you know they said, "Well, the law allows us to do that. We will do it in accordance with the law." And then Mark Elias got some retired association in Arizona to file suit to to block that and delay the, which obviously delays the process because you're tying it up. With lawfare, so, you know. So unfortunately, you know, they're trying to coerce elected officials into cowing to unelected bureaucrats to protect a third-party vendor that has no oversight whatsoever. You know, the shamestream media and and the you know the Democrats' propaganda machine keeps saying these unfounded accusations of electronic voting systems being compromised. Well, the Democrats are screaming and yelling about that after the 2016 election. You know, and then of course we, we heard all all about that, and you know, we have I have a letter from the county uh, from the excuse me the uh, sec the secretary of state the attorney general's office dated 2020 on a hand count that says you can expand the hand count if need be, even though they feel that there was no no indications uh, of that. However, you know they missed the report from the EAC and the election assist the election assistance commission. And CISA, where they determined and found that uh, 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 what is it? Uh, erroneous codes were on the ESNS and Dominion systems. Okay. But don't worry, they got fixed. Well, there's no way to find that out unless you have the source codes to do that. And that's why Mark Elias hey, sued Cochise hey, County to prevent that to get those source codes. Plus, okay. a report hey, that was actually hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Gunny. Yeah, hang on, Gunny. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a short commercial break. When I come back, I want I want to ask the question. This was just an administrative difference of opinion. Why, why is the attorney general able to drop two felonies each on these supervisors? That's the this is what Mark Elias wanted. Mark Elias wanted uh, election officials throughout the country to be absolutely scared stiff that they were going to go to prison for over a decade by even stepping up and talking about this. Short commercial break. We're going to go back to Arizona. We got Georgia. We got a lot on. The stealing of elections. That should be top of mind with you folks. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do. With more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value. Because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. 
Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, Gunny Borelli, Mark Elias is a smart, tough, cunning individual. This was the opening. I was not the opening shot of the kickoff to the 2024 election. New Hampshire is not. This is. This is signal right here. And Mark Elias and these guys are showing you once again they will use anything. Lawfare is the best weapon they've got for themselves because they can't win elections. They can't win. They can't. They don't have the votes. So they're, they're going to use lawfare to intimidate you and then try to steal it. So exactly um, why is this? I understand. Hang, hang on. Hang on. I understand you got all this back and forth. You know, the machines. I got this. I got this yeah. memo. That's not what we're – that's not what I get to. I want to get to the fact of what did these supervisors do in their official capacity as supervisors that would raise to the level of two separate felonies, sir? In my opinion, absolutely nothing. As a matter of fact, their statute – that would have gone after them for not being able to certifying or verify, uh, to go through the steps to verify that the election was, was done properly. There's actually statutes that would punish them for not doing their due diligence. Look, you're right, this is a scare tactic to intimidate, just like the, the, the Attorney General Mays, acting Attorney General Mays, sent a threatening letter to the Mojave County Board of Supervisors, because once again, uh, it was on the table for Mojave County to do a hand count of the just to start with the presidential preference election to run through to, to fix up the you know to go through the logistics to show that it can be done in a timely fashion and so on and so forth and they sent a threatening letter there intimidating and threatening to sue and charge any supervisor that votes to do a hand count if it passed now and therefore now with then of course that's the first salvo and then this one happens with this indictment this is exactly the tactic to scare everybody into if you don't follow orders. You're going to the gulag. This is not democracy. Well, this is not a representative form of government we have on right here. This is strictly tyranny. And every county supervisor should be outraged that they are not, they should be standing shoulder to shoulder and linking arms to stand up against this attorney general. There needs to be uh, ethics complaints filed against her with the state bar. There should be an investigation on any kind of collusion with the former uh, election director from Cochise County colluding with the Secretary of State's office and possibly even Mays' attorney's office when she was running before she was actually sworn in. So there's some cons- there might be some conspiracy going on right there. So somebody should be charged with a conspiracy. And by the way, that election director is now working for the Secretary of State's office. So uh, there's no coincidences, you know, in politics, according to FDR. But every county supervisor should okay. be outraged. If they don't stand up and back them, back up their own position of as, a, as an elected official, they should quit. Just freaking quit. If you're not willing to stand up against this kind of tyranny to protect the people that you were, were entrusted you to serve for, then get the hell out. Lead follower, get the hell out of the damn way. Because we have people's lives on the line here, and now you're threatening to literally throw county supervisors in jail. You're going to bankrupt their personal bank accounts. And why isn't the county attorney standing up defending their own their own turf on this? 
instead of running and hiding and, and actually carrying the water, the party line water of the Democratic Party that's in power now. This is outrageous. We should not stand for this. Every county supervisor, the supervisors associations out there should be making phone calls and complaining and getting everybody united to stand up against this garbage. Because if this happens this way, now you're prevented from even doing your job. These county supervisors wanted to make sure that they certified the election, that it was free and it was fair. And in order to verify, you have to be able to examine. They were prevented from actually doing their due diligence because of lawfare and threats they, from the attorney general's office. They, the they, 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 office. they were they were they were prevented because the illegitimate attorney general won by 291 votes. They understood going through these in detail. Uh, she wouldn't have won. Not a, Abraham Aday would be the sec, be the attorney general. Fincham, uh, Sonny Borelli lays out a good uh, litany of what should be done. Why is this not happening, sir? Well, we've got a number of issues going on. Number one, we have a tyrannical and thuggish fake in the attorney general's office. We have three county attorneys that are parroting the exact same storyline that she has. That sounds a lot like racketeering to me. So then we go on to the idea that county supervisors don't have the, just the right, but the authority to conduct due diligence to make certain that the election outcomes agree with the machine count. Now, th this it may seem like a fine distinction, but the argument heretofore has been about an audit, about a recount. Well, that happens after the election. What the people in Mojave County were proposing was to actually have a hand count before the canvas is certified. In other words, do a hand count election. And if they want to use the machine to verify or as a quality control device, okay, fine. But the, the attorney general has sought to take a may and try and turn it into a shall use machines. So what we have now, she made the threat in Mojave County. To back that up, she saw an easy target to go after the people in Cochise County. Now, these two supervisors took very serious their obligation to conduct due diligence. That means if there is a question, and now there are plenty of questions. We've got Pinal County, which is an absolute steaming garbage heap of an election, just like Maricopa County, where they still have thousands of absentee ballots that haven't been counted. That's why I say, Chris Mays, your days are numbered because you're an illegitimate attorney general. The the ballots that have okay, how been we gonna okay hold 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 ho, okay hold hang on hang on. I love it I love the rhetoric. Tell me the action plan. When is that going to happen? It seems to me that she's that Abe Hamaday is running for Congress and she's in as attorney general bringing indictments on supervisors who wanted to do their due diligence and make sure she, she was legitimate. And trust me, she's going to drop a dime. On Mojave County too, and anybody else that stands up. So tell me how you're going to count those, and where's the where 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 where's the supervisors? Where's the Republican Party in this state? Where's the Senate? Where's the House? I don't hear anything. You know, I hear I hear a couple of guys blowing off steam, but that's all I hear. I don't see any action. Want me? To, please make me feel better. <laughs> okay, Steve. All right. For starters, Abe is still in court. They're doing the count. They're doing a. Uh, they're they're forcing the court to take a look at the ballots that have not yet been counted. That is the process, okay? And we've got this idiot in the Secretary of State's office who has said over and over, trust the process. Well, you violate the process at every step. 
Now, when it comes to Mojave County um, and, for example, Cochise County, we believe that the attorney general has um, overstepped her bounds. In fact, she apparently can't read because it says may use machines, not shall. Um, the Election Fairness Institute, which I'm heading up right now, and if people want to know more about it, they can go to the website, goefi.org. Um, we're prepared to assist in the defense of, uh, in court, the argument that these county supervisors have a responsibility to do their due diligence and verify that machine counts are, are accurate. Now, if that means that you go to a hand count election, there is nothing okay, in law. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I love it, but no offense. Let me be brutally frank. The Republican judges in Arizona, the Republican establishment in Arizona, the, the Republican moneyed real estate and business class in Arizona is one of the problems. So if you tell me you're going to court, God bless you. You've been, you know, people have been there. For almost four years in the 2020 election, a lot of guys are still there on 2022. Nothing has happened. So I'm not, I'm not, you're not making me feel better. I'm not getting a warm fuzzy when you tell me you're in court. Hang on a second. Sonny Borelli, <clears throat> why is the Senate not doing anything? Why is the House not doing anything? Why is there no action on this? Why are the supervisors and other things? Who is the organizing, what is the organizing principle of the Republican Party of Arizona? When they, they, they see softness. Mark Elias is a killer. He's a killer. He sees that you people are soft. He sees that you people are not particularly bright. He sees you people cower. And he sees that the leadership down there of the Republican Party in the business community will just go along because they don't want MAGA. They don't want Trump. They don't want Gunny Borelli. They certainly don't want Mark Fincham. So please try to make me feel better, sir. Well, for one thing, this just hit the wire yesterday. So, you know, the phone calls have been going around. Uh, throughout my caucus in the Senate side and the House side, and we're, we're, we're grouping, trying to figure out which action to take, which plan of action. So I'm not going to telegraph any kind of strategy on this, but we're, we're trying to get people together on this because, look, this is a principle we have to stand on that this cannot be allowed to go forward. This, this garbage with criminal prosecutions for trying to do your job, this affects everybody across the board. They're coming after one, they're coming after all. So, like I said, this has hit the afternoon wires So, in the state. So this is starting to per perk a little bit. And we're going to see what's going on over the weekend. I'm having a, a PC meeting with, in, on, in my district on Saturday and, on, and with our county GOP. And then we're going to see from there what goes on in the, and next week. Stand by. We'll see what happens. Okay. You know, And you're right. I agree. Why Did should anybody have any confidence in some of these people? Because there's a lot of feckless cowards out there. You know what? If you're worried about getting reelected, uh, do the right thing. If people don't like what you're doing, then fine. Just look. If I don't get reelected on my next in next endeavor, fine. I if I don't get elected, I win. I get to go back to being retired. If I do get elected, then I'm going to serve the people, and that's an honor to do so. But look, you take the job seriously, but not yourself seriously. Because at the end of the day, we're transient authorities. But if you're not going to stand up and fight, you know what? They go home. Freaking go home. Go home. There's too much blood and treasure that's been Gunny. spent and spilled for this country for people to roll over like a bunch of feckless cowards. Okay, sorry. Gunny, hang over a second. I want no, 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 no. That, yeah, you fi I finally got you there. You're, this is I'm, <laughs> I got you on here for a reason. You're my guy. Okay, we're gonna take a short break. We got Fincham. We got Gunny Borelli. We're gonna go to Georgia. We got Colton Moore. 
uh, we're coming out. We're doing Fight Club this morning here in the war room. And Mark Elias is, look, he's evil, but he's smart. They sent the shot across the bow in Cochise with this illegitimate attorney general. That is a shot they want to resonate all over the country, not just in Arizona. This is across the bow of the MAGA movement. This is across the bow of President Trump and Trump's campaign, which has been noticeably crickets on this topic. Short break. Okay, Environ Cleanse never does this. They just announced a massive Black Friday discount. Let me tell you why this is important. EnviroCleanse is predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it. That's why I got EnviroCleanse for the war room, the new science in home air purification. The reason is that they are uh, approved by the Pentagon. They're approved by the Department of Defense for Navy combatants. When I was a young ensign and an auxiliary engineer, The uh, air purification came under my auspices, and I can tell you that this is the product that you want because it qualifies to be used on a Navy combatant. EnviroCleanse, the military-grade technology, wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. That's why the Navy chose it, to protect the air on board our Navy ships. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. It's available now for your home with that technology, and do it before a virus takes your whole family down. Right now, you can save 35% during their Black Friday sale, plus get fast free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's E-K for EnviroCleanse, ekpure.com, and use promo code STEVE35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE35 for the 35% discount. They've never done this before, so take advantage of it. EKPure.com. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Lordy, lordy, lordy. And to every day a little sunshine comes. Talking about the Muslim Brotherhood and standing up to it, as this audience is in in this show. MSNBC, this is at Semaphore which we told you is a site you should go to, although it's center-left. Um, the um, MSNBC has just announced they've canceled Mehdi Hassan, spokesman for the Muslim Brotherhood in London, his show. Feeling the heat, baby. Uh, let's go back. Talk about feeling the heat. Gunny Borelli, what are you recommending? This audience, okay, their number one focus right now is not simply the election of Donald J. Trump, in MAGA candidates throughout the country. But to make, they know we're going, okay, we won in 2020, we won in 2022, but we ain't sitting in those seats of power because those elections were stolen. So their number one priority is, therefore, how not to have these elections stolen. Tell this audience where they got to go to combat this because this was the opening salvo. What happened in Cochise County is equivalent of, like, metaphorically uh, firing on Fort Sumner. Okay, these uh, uh, Mark Elias, Raheem Kassam and Bill McGinley in July of 2020, we went around the country and we did a lot of it by Zoom because we had to. We talked to hundreds of groups because he put out the election integrity uh, transition project 
that was in your grill, he told you exactly how they were going to steal the 2020 election. And he's telling you how he's going to do it again. The first thing he's going to do, he's going to take the good guys, these supervisors who are sitting there trying to uh, uh, fulfill their fiduciary obligation, their fiduciary obligation to not simply the people who put them in office, but to all the citizens of that county and also the citizens of Arizona, right? And following the Constitution, and they have an illegitimate AG who's sitting up there. They still haven't counted all the ballots. Two hundred, and I think it's two hundred and fifty-one votes out of two point five million. And she has the gall and the audacity to go after people that want to see if she they could certify her stolen election. Do you understand what's going on here, America? And if you think it's going to stop in Cochise County, if you think it's going to stop in Mojave County, you are sadly mistaken. Because they are coming for, this is why they got Trump up on 700 years in prison, okay? This is why they're coming after everybody. Everybody that stands up here, they're going to use the law to come after them in this law first. So, uh, Gunny Borelli, where do they go? Well, first off, the plan of action should be this. We need to protect those county supervisors, Judd and Crosby. Contact their office, see how you can help. help. They're going to need money to fight these criminal charges. So they're going to need that legal support. So they're going to need some funds. Contact those county supervisors and ask them how you can help on making a donation if they have any fund, a, a fund thing for that. And then the other thing is contact every county supervisor in the state and tell them and that they demand that they stand in solidarity. Republican or Democrat doesn't matter, but they need to stand in solidarity against the soup this this attorney general and, 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 and to stand in solidarity to protect and unite with those county supervisors that did stand up to try to do their job. That's step two. Step three, you need to contact every Arizona House of Representative, every state senator in Arizona, and tell them to please fight against, uh, what's her name, uh, Mays, and how about starting the impeachment process? And not only that, folks, if you know any lawyers or do it yourselves, make a, 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 a ethics complaint against the attorney general. Contact the Bar Association and may file an ethics complaint. All hands on deck. Look, this should if we were in power or we were doing that, these people would be screaming bloody murder. This is tyranny. When the Democrats get control of something, they abuse power. It's been historically done throughout time. This is what tyrants do. So we need to stop this, nip this in the bud now, because if we don't stop this now, it's over. It's over, folks. It's over. You like your gas prices as high as they are? You like inflation the way it is? Look what's going on in Israel and it's being spilled over into this country. This is outrageous. We have a porous open border. It's a floodgate coming through. These people in Washington, D.C. are freaking flat out lying to you. The lamestream media is lying to you. Look, even even Mark Twain said it. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you read it, you're missing. You read it, you're misinformed. If you don't read it, you're uninformed. Whatever the hell. But you know what I'm talking about. But everybody needs to get on the phone. You need to start emailing every state legislator to stand in solidarity against this attorney general. Yeah. And maybe that okay. impeachment process should be started. File ethics complaints. Okay. Help fund the uh, the county supervisors to protect Perfect. them, and all those county yeah. supervisors need to stand yeah. in solidarity yeah. in, in, to support okay. these county supervisors. L l l yeah, 
Be- before you yeah. start hitting with donations, let us do some due diligence. I want to make because there'll be a dozen groups out here trying to say they're going to do it, and they're all just taking your money. So we'll, we'll before you do that, but let's show support. Get on the phone, send them an email, say, "Hey, we got your back. We'll figure it out." Uh, yeah. Gunny, thank you so much. Uh, where, where do they go for for your social media? Are you still on social media? You've been kicked off everywhere. I'm still on social media. I'll repost things and stuff like that. I don't even go and dialogue with a lot of folks. I'll post something and let it kind of go because I'm just too busy to have dialogue back and forth with people. And uh, because there's a lot of crazy okay. people on there. Where do they so, go? Yeah, yeah. Where, so Sonny Borelli where, 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 where they go? Sonny Borelli at uh, on Instagram and and what is the other one? Uh, X. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay uh thank you gunny mark fincham you've got this new organization where do people go where do people go to get information i know you're going to be putting stuff out on social media people need leadership here where do they go to follow you sir go efi.org that's go not stop efi for election fairness institute.org yeah um, we're a process-oriented organization. And we, when we see processes that are broken, and when we see a thuggish, tyrannical, illegitimate AG stepping in and misrepresenting the law, we can't stand. So we're not representing any particular party here. We're looking at process. So if people go to goefi.org, uh, they can click on news. We've got a number of, okay. of uh, documents up there that explain what we're doing. Uh, but what what the the move here is that she wants to make elected officials that are responsive to the people merely ministerial. That is the overall move, not just in Cochise County, by the way, the home of Geronimo. That's yeah. the move across the nation. They want to make these individuals ministerial. So the end result is who runs elections? The attorney general. That is the move here. So we've got to stop that. Senator Borelli is exactly right. Light up the phones. Um, and quite frankly, anybody in Arizona, the attorney general's office is on uh, Central Avenue. And you should be out in front of that place every opportunity you have yeah. protesting tyranny and thuggish behavior. This is what an ongoing okay. criminal but, enterprise does. Fine. But before we send people out on the streets, let's get organized over the next couple of days. Anyway, people go to your social media, go to your site. Uh, Fincham, glad to see you're back in the battle. This one, I think Cochise County, not just Geronimo, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Cochise was from there also. Uh, you know, Geronimo's boss. Uh, anyway, Fincham, thank you very much. Glad to have you back, brother. Thanks, Steve. We got fiascos all over the place, but we're sorting it out. We're going to get to Capitol Hill in a moment, but I, I got to get to this fiasco in Georgia. Senator Colton Moore, uh, one of the brave ones. Are you still out there on your own, uh, brother? Is anybody, you know, you, you have an entire House and Senate down in Georgia. Has uh, anybody come and had your back on, on this thing and, and with this situation with Fonnie Willis? I thought she was, I thought they had a commissioner or something that was going to remove her. Wasn't that, I was pitched on that or Trump was pitched on that months ago? Okay, uh, Colton, it's called the mute button. Oh. Let's hit it and come back. Okay. There you go. Colton, hey. I, know this techno- I, I know this technology I know the technology is very complicated. That's Just right. Just kidding. Okay, my big, my big dramatic open. Okay, what is with Fonnie Willis? I thought she was supposed to be removed by now. Why, why are we even dealing with the Fonnie Willis of it all? Well, you know, you had senators come onto your show and talk about a prosecutorial commission was going to take care of business. You know, three months ago, I was on your show calling for a special session to investigate and defund Fonnie Willis. 
I got no other signatures on that. Not in the Senate, not in the House. We had one that started to sign and then flaked out. Uh, but then guess what? Yesterday, we start a special session. But in the governor's proclamation for that special session, not one word about Fonnie Willis or in a stolen election or the 19 that have been indicted. No, a federal judge said that our maps are racist, so therefore we have to go in and fix our maps. So we've got a primal cry of citizens all across Georgia calling for a special session to investigate and defund Fonnie Willis. But meanwhile, we can't get a special session. But if a federal judge whispers it, coughs a special session, we've got one. Uh, so what happened? I, we, were prom- we were promised all this was going to happen. And here we got essentially nothing. That's what you're telling yeah. me. How did that happen? Well, you know, the rule... Um, The rules of the prosecutorial commission, which the letter of the law, when this thing was created, said that the Supreme Court had to okay it. Well, October 1st, they created their rules. They submitted it to the Georgia Supreme Court. And the Georgia Supreme Court said, well, nowhere in the Constitution does it says we have to approve rules for a commission. So therefore, we have grave concerns about this commission, and we're not going to do anything. Therefore, the prosecutorial commission does not exist. It was all a lie. It was politicians kicking the buck down the road. That's all they were doing. So uh, where do we stand on this? What what needs to be done? What's the call to action down there? Because the Fonnie Willis thing's out of control. Uh, That's right. What, Steve, what I'm working needs on a piece to be of done, legislation. and what can this audience do? I'm working on a piece yep. of legislation called the Stop Political Persecutions Act. And this thing is going to be foolproof. Several attorneys are working on it. You know, RICO in the state of Georgia does not have a monetary component like most states do. You know, some say if we added a monetary component to Georgia's RICO, well, you know, Trump and everybody's been indicted on election stuff, not monetary stuff. What is monetary stuff? Well, that's, you know, when you're going after drug dealers, organized crime, you can prove that they were trying to make some money. Well, that's not the case in this, you know, and if that doesn't work, because some people could argue that maybe Trump was trying to make money by getting elected, we are going to list out every single charge that these people have been indicted with and just say those charges are not going to be associated with RICO anymore. And therefore, that would retroactively drop the charges. Fonnie Willis would be done and it would only take a simple majority vote, you know, Politicians and senators gave the excuse, we don't have the votes to call a special session. Well, all we need is 29 votes of 33 Republicans, and we could get this done, and we would set Trump free. Well, you have a special session right now. Can you bring it up in this special session? No, because the governor has set guardrails for what we can talk about in this special session, and he's only set the guardrails to make himself look good. There's something in there about some gas tax that we get to work on. And also we get to remap these racist maps that our state apparently has, according to a Democrat appointed federal judge. That's all we can talk about, Steve. We are gag ordered essentially into doing any other legislative business. But we're going to have this piece of legislation at my desk here in the next couple days. And, you know, we've been calling for a special session. They didn't want to put their signature on that. Maybe they'll put their signature on this piece of legislation. But in the meantime, for your audience, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I just, I'm going to hold you through the break. I, I just have a question here on, you come back for a regular session in Jan- early January, correct? So if you've got right. this work through, you'd be able to put this forward in January. You're saying that's what you would do. And since with the Republicans control the House and the Senate, this should breeze through, correct? 
That's right. I'm, t- I'm tired of just blowing off steam. We've got to find solutions, Steve. The first solution was to call the special session. Couldn't get the governor on board. Couldn't get any of my rhino colleagues on board. The next step is to find a piece of legislation that sets Trump and these 19 others free. Okay, hang on for a second, uh, Colton, Senator Colton Moore from the great state of Georgia, the Peach State. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a moment. Ten years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's Friday 76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code Friday 76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offer is eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday 76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Colton, one more time. Just walk me through briefly, succinctly, so we can understand the legislation you're going to put forward, why it's necessary, when you're going to put it forward. And then who do we hold accountable to make sure it gets passed? Well, it's called the Stop Political Persecutions Act. And essentially what it does is it retroactively frees the 19 people that have been indicted. So we changed the law to show that it was never the legislative intent to have political prisoners in the state of Georgia. You know, we have RICO laws to go after mafias, to go after organized crime. And essentially this district attorney is using this to you know, charge these people with treason. And that was never the legislative intent. So that's what this piece of legislation does. I'm going to be introducing it over in the Senate. And then Charlize Bird, which is the only other legislator who signed on to my special session. But in order to get these other legislators on board, we've got to get these door knockers back out. And there's one group that I trust. Uh, You can donate money and you go to rhinowrangler.com. And that will wrangle some rhinos to hopefully sign on to this legislation so we get this passed. It only takes a simple majority, and it gets Trump and these 19 others free. Well, but I think before anybody before anybody in this audience gives a penny to those guys, I think we need to see from you and others that there's more than just Colton Moore and one person in the House. The Republican Party's got to step up. We got Once you get the legislation, let's yes. come back on. But we're going to hold these people accountable. Before people, before people go knocking on doors and giving money to knock on doors, we got to understand – 
what's going on. There's a rot. There's a rot in the heart of the Georgia Republican Party. That rot stinks across the nation, and it has to be addressed. And I'm quite frankly stunned that President Trump has been such a gentleman in dealing with these people in Georgia who he put in office and he could turn out of office if he went against them. And they should well, understand Steve, he, that because he, he trusted MAGA's, them that this MAGA's had a belly for, was going to work. And it's not. Because it, he, we, they we, were we, lied. We, well, well, not just that. The people around him got to get smarter. They, they were played. Let's be blind about this because now we're getting into the danger zone. They're going to start indicting guys all over the country. Right. We've got to close the win here. We won in 2020, and we didn't close. And we didn't close in 2020, quite frankly, because the people around President Trump were too soft. They weren't hard. President Trump did what he was supposed to do. He got 74 freaking million votes. You can't keep putting it all on one guy. One guy's yeah, shoulders, he's got big shoulders, but he can't do this. And I tell you, in Georgia, so when you come back with the legislation, let's see how this is going to be. If you have no co-sponsors, then we don't need to door knock because the Georgia Steve, Republican Steve, Party has told you, person, go put it you're going to be the first person that's going to get to see okay. this legislation. Just as soon as it's drafted, I'm coming Perfect. back onto your show okay. and the War Room Posse gets Perfect. to see it first. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Where's your social media, uh, Colton? You can go to Real Colton Moore on X or on Facebook. I uh, would love to have you there. There's always updates coming about. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Colton Moore Thanks. from Georgia. Um, man, oh, man. Mark Elias could not have sent a better wake-up call if he had crafted. He couldn't have sent a better wake-up call. And if people aren't prepared to wake up and see exactly what's going on in this nation about the stealing of these elections, then you're just going to have to live with the tyrants. I hate to be so brutally frank about it. Also, it talks about the elites in this country. You know, I want to pull the camera back for a second. Over this past week, they had this big conference in Abu Dhabi. They're trying to make Abu Dhabi, which is the financial capital of the UAE, excuse me, Dubai. They're trying to make Dubai the new financial capital of the Middle East and like an equal balance between the New York markets and the city of London and Tokyo and Singapore and Shanghai. And uh, so Ray Dalia is over there. All these, all these demons are over there saying how great it is and how it's fantastic. At the same time, the UAE folks are plotting and planning to to ex- accelerate de-dollarization. This is now I'll get this article up later. So MSN article says that they've made a decision to get away from the petrodollar and do all the transactions now in currencies that are not the dollar. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a big important piece of news for your life. This is why you go to birchgold.com/slash. Bannon, make sure you go there and read the end of the dollar empire. Understand the concept of de-dollarization, but also call the folks at at, uh, at uh, Philip Patrick and the team at Birch Gold and ask them this question: Why is de-dollarization important? What does it mean for me? Zero Hedge has a lead article. I haven't pulled that yet, but Zero Hedge overnight had this lead article on the massive buying of gold. Massive headline: Massive buying of gold by the Chinese Communist Party and how it's impacted the worldwide gold market. Uh, I'll pull that. You can read that. But ask Philip Patrick and the team about that. You need to understand precious metals. You need to understand currency, not just in defense of your nation, in our civilization and society, but as importantly for your family and your own individual well-being. Our show here is to present this information and give you access to these folks. So take advantage of it. 
Also, want everybody hate with the way you know. I was out with Mike Lindell. He's going to be here in the second hour. I was out with Mike Lindell at like two or three in the morning, flying around, going to various meetings with Brother Lindell. That's why I needed. I really needed this morning Warpath coffee. Warpath coffee got me revved up, so we come in hot in the first hour of the war room. Warpath coffee slash uh, Warpath coffee slash war room. You go there for all your discounts. Make sure you go use it. Uh, make sure you brew a big hot pot. In fact, after you get off the phone with Philip Patrick, sit there. I want everybody to cut your phones off, cut the internet off, get away from the computer, tell the kids to run it in the backyard, and uh, you know throw the football and uh, and uh, just sit there and contemplate not just the show, but the answers you get when you talk to some of our sponsors, particularly the guys at Birch Gold, and think, think. You're you're the group. That's changing the direction of this country. It depends upon you. President Trump's got broad shoulders, but he needs somebody to step into the breach with him. This audience has done it. And we got a lot of work ahead of us, as you know. We got a lot of work on Capitol Hill. There's some folks up there, and I think this Ukraine thing's going our way, and because the, we're forcing too much stuff on the border to make it an untenable deal for them. But remember, that's just another 80 billion on the trillions that they want to, uh, you know, wash away. We're going to hit 34 trillion here on about the 18th of September, 90 days after we uh, – 18th of December, excuse me, 18, 90 days after we hit 33 trillion. Yet they're talking up on Capitol Hill, and I'm not kidding you, maybe a CR for the year because they're so petrified and so timid about, ooh, you're going to shut down the government? You're going to shut down the government? You're going to shut down the government? MSNBC is going to say bad things about you. CNN, Aaron Burnett's going to have that knitted brow, and she's going to say bad things about you. Caitlin Collins is going to have a guest on there say bad things about you about shut down. They're going to shut down the freaking government. It's driving us into total and complete bankruptcy. Okay, the next hour is going to be even hotter than the first. The reason is I'm going to have another hot pot of Warpath coffee back in 90 seconds. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China. And medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. 
It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 